From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer Shutt, appropriations reporter at CQ, filling in for David Lerman. We are here to talk about budget and appropriations, and with me is Niels Lesniewski, my esteemed roll call colleague. It's good to be here. We are here to talk today about the president's budget request, which is coming out today. Niels, what are you expecting to see from the White House? Well, the question partly is what we're not expecting to see from the White House, because we just passed a a budget deal through Congress that, that keeps the government open through March 23rd, but also sets uh, spending cap levels going forward. But since we don't really have uh, fiscal 2018 spending, it's hard to know what to compare fiscal 2019 spending proposals to. Right. This is going to be a bit interesting because the budget request that comes out from the White House is sort of a long process. It takes months to put together. And the spending agreement that increases discretionary spending by $300 billion between fiscal 2018 and fiscal 2019 just sort of came together last week. So OMB has been scrambling a little bit this past weekend to put together an addendum that will detail how these new higher spending levels for discretionary impact their budget request. We know within that addendum, they're also going to send these sort of requests to Congress asking or sort of proposing where this new money gets spent. Um, Of course, Congress has the right to reject that as they control the purse strings. So we could see some back and forth between a Republican Congress and a Republican White House in the coming weeks on those higher spending levels. Yes. And and the other thing is, it's going to be fascinating to see whether or not the the Office of Management and Budget and the various uh, departments and agencies of the Trump administration try again with slashing programs that are really popular on Capitol Hill or whether they sort of learned their lesson from the first go around. Uh, You know, Mitch McConnell has a saying that he likes to use that there's no education in the second kick of a mule. Well, if you want to kick the if you want to get kicked by the mule again, you'd probably propose cutting the Appalachian Regional Commission again because McConnell and everyone else from Uh, States near him uh, certainly said there was no way that was going to happen. And uh, whether it's Mitch McConnell or Hal Rogers, the former chairman of the House Appropriations Committee, those guys wanted no part of cutting the Appalachian Regional Commission. And there's a whole lot of other programs like that. So I'll be looking to see whether or not uh, uh, Mr. Mulvaney and company uh, at OMB have have learned that lesson, that that's not a, a road to go down. Right. And also in last year's presidential budget request, which covered fiscal 2018, the Trump administration proposed decreasing non-defense discretionary spending by $54 billion and increasing defense discretionary by $54 billion. Those numbers, of course, are completely different. We're seeing non-defense increase by $63 billion in fiscal 2018 and defense increase by $80 billion. So do you expect that they're going to try to propose cutting non-defense discretionary in fiscal 2019 given this this agreement from last week? Or do you think maybe over over the weekend there was a bit of a scramble to realign those non-defense discretionary numbers for fiscal 2019? Well, frankly, I don't know how they can actually uh, get that reshuffling done. I mean, because I can't imagine that uh, that someone who is a, a fiscal conservative of the type of Mick Mulvaney 
is going to want to basically have a blank check, so to speak, uh, issued to uh, members of the House and Senate committees on appropriations because basically there's so little time uh, to revise the numbers upward that, that about the only thing they can probably do is say, oh, yeah, here's a whole bunch more money to spend. Some of it uh, might come in where we know it, like NIH funding or something like that. But that's about uh, where I think it's going to be. I don't foresee the big revised proposal for how to spend all the extra money. So, Niels, what do you think about the president's budget request? What do you expect it to say regarding the deficit and the national debt? This is something that President Trump campaigned heavily on. We've seen frustration from a lot of deficit hawks on Capitol Hill about their concerns that the annual deficit could reach $1 trillion this year and that the national debt is continuing to tick upwards of $20 trillion. Do you think we're going to get into some real substance this year of how to address those fiscal issues? No is the short answer. The The slightly longer answer is the question of whether or not the uh, Treasury Department, perhaps in particular, puts out some sort of new revision, uh, and, and OMB might do this as well, on how the economic effects of the tax cuts are going to explode the growth in this country in such a way, from their perspective, that, that the deficit is going to evaporate. Uh, whether or not there's some sort of really rosy economic forecast, uh, frankly, despite what we're seeing from the stock market the last week or so, despite what we're seeing if you're looking at like mortgage interest rates and and 30-year bond yields and whatnot, uh, whether or not the uh, the economic assumptions that they're using at OMB and at Treasury even line up with what we're we're actually seeing on on Main Street and on Wall Street. Great. Well, stay tuned to CQ and Roll Call for all of your White House budget requests and other news needs. Thank you, Niels Lesniewski, for joining me. Thank you. I am Jennifer Shutt, budget and appropriations reporter at CQ, filling in for your regular host, David Lerman. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and on NPR One. And please rate us on iTunes. For more on this and other stories, visit RollCall.com or find us on Twitter at CQNow or at RollCall.